Wisconsin Watch is pleased to present audio versions of our investigative reports. Wisconsin Watch is a nonpartisan and nonprofit news outlet that investigates government accountability and quality of life issues. In today's story, though long sought by environmental and health advocates as a way to make drinking water safer, the regulations may increase water rates in PFAS-contaminated communities as utilities upgrade filtration technology or drill for cleaner water sources, Bennett Goldstein of Wisconsin Watch reports. Full-text reports of these investigations with visuals can be found at wisconsinwatch.org. If you enjoy our stories, please consider making a donation at wisconsinwatch.org forward slash donate. What EPA's nationwide PFAS rule means for Wisconsin drinking water. Original reporting by Bennett Goldstein. Narration provided by Wesley Letham. A new U.S. Environmental Protection Agency proposal issued Tuesday would tighten limits on toxic forever chemicals in Wisconsin's drinking water. If finalized, the rule would establish the first national standard for PFAS, or per- and polyfluoroalkyl substances, in public water supplies, bringing uniformity to a jumble of state regulations. States like Wisconsin, where PFAS limits are less stringent than the proposed standards, would have to revise them to match or surpass the federal standard. States without any limits must enact their first PFAS drinking water rules. Though long sought by environmental and health advocates, the regulations may increase water rates in PFAS-contaminated communities as utilities upgrade filtration technology or drill for cleaner water sources. Quote, We anticipate that when fully implemented, this rule will prevent thousands of deaths and prevent tens of thousands of serious PFAS-related illnesses. EPA Administrator Michael Regan told reporters at a press conference Tuesday. PFAS are a class of more than 12,000 human-made compounds. They accumulate in the environment and human bodies over time and do not easily degrade, which is why some people call them, quote, forever chemicals. Increased testing is revealing PFAS in public drinking systems, groundwater, and surface waters nationwide. Scientists haven't studied most PFAS deeply, but they link two of the most widely researched, PFOA and PFOS, to a range of health problems. Those include altered hormone levels, decreased birth weight, digestive inflammation and ulcers, high cholesterol, hypertension in pregnancy, kidney and testicular cancers, and reduced vaccine effectiveness in children. In June 2022, the EPA released health advisories for four types of PFAS, including updated draft advisories for PFOA and PFOS. The agency warned against consuming more than 0.004 parts per trillion PPT and 0.02 PPT of the two compounds, respectively. That equates to about four drops and 20 drops of water in 1,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools, suggesting that virtually no amount of PFAS or PFAS 
is safe for consumption. PFAS are ubiquitous in consumer and industrial products, such as fabric stain protectors, firefighting foam, food packaging, lubricants, non-stick cookware, paints, and waterproof clothing. Most Americans encounter them through the foods they eat, dust, and hand-to-mouth contact with PFAS-treated products. Tap water is typically the main source of exposure for people living near contaminated sites. After they started using the chemicals in the 1940s, PFAS manufacturers learned and concealed the hazards for decades. Wisconsin is among a host of states suing the 3M company, DuPont, and other manufacturers of PFAS-containing materials, alleging they failed to alert the public of the risks. Public water suppliers must begin testing for the chemicals. The draft rule proposes maximum containment levels, or MCLs, of 4 PPT for PFOA and PFOS, the lowest reliable threshold of detection. Those who find more would be required to notify the public and upgrade treatment technologies or take other action. The proposal also regulates any mixture of one or more of four other PFAS, PFNA, PFHXS, PFBS, and GENX chemicals. Neither the EPA nor the state regulates private water wells, so the rule would not affect private wells. The 1.7 million Wisconsinites who use them, roughly one-third of residents, bear responsibility for testing and treating their own water for PFAS and other contaminants. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources offers general recommendations for well testing linked online. Many laboratories can test water for PFAS for a fee. The federal government is doing this because the Safe Drinking Water Act empowers the EPA to set limits on contaminants in the public water systems, utilities that serve at least 15 connections or 25 people or more. Those include 1,400,000 plus public water systems in the United States that provide drinking water to 90% of residents. This would be the first time the EPA has regulated a new chemical in drinking water since the 1990s. Health advisories are distinct from drinking water standards, so the EPA's proposed limits are higher than its health advisories. For one, health advisories are not regulations, nor are they legally enforceable. Unlike advisories, standards consider the availability of treatment technologies and the implementation costs. That is why drinking water standards often are less stringent than health advisories. Quote, that is how our regulations are set, said University of Iowa professor David Swernty, director of the Center for Health Effects of Environmental Contamination. Quote, we defined what is an acceptable level of risk because we've developed a regulatory framework where we think it is unreasonable to eliminate all risks from a water sample. PFAS drinking water regulations form a patchwork nationwide, with states imposing different standards for different kinds of PFAS. A federal standard offers water utilities regulatory certainty. Quote, in general, water utilities prefer to have clear standards, said Lori Kabza, a Wisconsin lobbyist for the Municipal Environmental Group, Water Division. 
Quote, from that perspective, it is positive that we're moving towards federal enforceable standards for PFOA and PFOS. In February 2022, the Wisconsin Natural Resources Board approved a drinking water standard of 70 PPT for PFOA and PFOS individually and combined well above the EPA's draft regulation. The state has no enforceable limits for any of the other four PFAS EPA identified. States may impose stricter standards than the EPA's, but those with weaker regulations must at least match the federal rules. Wisconsin would initiate a rulemaking process to comply, which typically takes about 31 months. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources already requires PFAS monitoring for PFOA and PFOS. If federal regulations are approved, impacted municipalities already will have identified PFAS contamination and possibly taken action, said Adam DeWeiss, the department's Public Water Supply Section Chief. Due to staggered deadlines for PFOA and PFOS testing, only a fraction of Wisconsin utilities have submitted initial results to the DNR. All utilities must publish the, their test outcomes, which can be viewed online. As of March 14th, more than three dozen water utilities had detected PFOA or PFOS during routine monitoring. Wausau saw the highest result, 8 PPT of PFOA detected in January. The Biden administration previously committed to releasing draft PFOA and PFOS standards by fall of 2022, and finalizing them one year later. Critics call the delay emblematic of a broader trend within Biden's EPA, which has missed several self-imposed deadlines targeting PFOS in waterways and air. The agency is hosting community engagement sessions to review its PFOS initiatives. The agency will accept public comments at www.regulations.gov, and the final regulation could differ based on that feedback. A virtual public hearing is scheduled for May 4th. Register to attend or speak linked online. September 2024 marks the EPA's statutory deadline to finalize the rule, but Reagan says he hopes to do it sooner. Utilities would have three years to comply. Quote, water systems are going to need time to upgrade their treatment technology, their monitoring programs, their laboratories to be able to measure this, Swearenty said. Quote, There's going to be some time before we see the actual effect. Nationwide, the rule could cost anywhere from $772 million to $1.2 billion to implement each year, depending on interest rates, according to EPA estimates. But it would also deliver $908 million to $1.2 billion in health and economic benefits, included avoided treatment for ailments linked to PFAS. The agency acknowledged a range of uncertainty in estimating costs and benefits. The American Water Works Association, however, pinned costs in the excess of $3.8 billion annually. Water systems that detect too much PFAS may need to increase rates. That happened in Wausau after the city's utility constructed a new treatment plant, which came online in late 2022. Wausau already planned to build a new facility when PFAS were discovered in all six of the city's wells. It plans to add a $16.8 million system to remove PFAS using activated carbon, 
Both projects contributed to rising water rates. Quote, PFOS and PFOA, they aren't the only emerging contaminants that we're worried about, said Wausau Mayor Katie Rosenberg. Quote, being able to remove all of it, that's my goal, personally. Eau Claire, Wisconsin, another community with PFOS contamination, could spend an estimated $24 million to upgrade its treatment plant. Similar stories could play out nationwide. Congress has allocated billions of dollars for water upgrades through the bipartisan infrastructure law. In Wisconsin, public water utilities can apply to federally funded loan programs. Quote, we recognize that that's not enough for every single water utility in the country, but it's a shot in the arm. Reagan said. The standards and EPA's calculations are not without critics. Quote, we have serious concerns with the underlying science used to develop these proposed MCLs and have previously challenged the EPA based on the process used to develop that science, said the American Chemistry Council, which represents chemical manufacturers. Quote, the EPA's misguided approach to these MCLs is important, as these low limits will likely result in billions of dollars of compliance costs. Some say polluters should bear treatment costs rather than taxpayers. Quote, It's great to see the administration stand up and say, we've got a PFAS problem, and to dedicate billions of dollars towards it. But we have to remember that's our money. That's the victim's money said attorney Rob Billet, whose lawsuit against chemical company DuPont for PFOS dumping in rural West Virginia was the subject of the film Dark Waters. Quote, We need to be holding the people responsible who caused the problem in the first place, he said during a February press conference. Original reporting for this story by Wisconsin Watch reporter Bennett Goldstein. Narration provided by Wesley Lethem and music by Claire DeRosa. If you enjoy our stories, please consider making a donation to support our journalism at wisconsinwatch.org forward slash donate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>